Shio friends, Shiashi here, returning to our Lost Coast series. Before we get started, I wanted to say that we are super pumped about being spotlighted on Apple Podcasts for Women's History Month. This gives us the opportunity to bring more awareness to an epidemic that largely goes ignored. Today, we're talking about a member of the Grand Ronde tribe. According to the Grand Ronde's official website, the Confederate Tribes of the Grand Ronde Community of Oregon is a federally recognized tribe that includes over 30 tribes and bands from Western Oregon, Northern California, and Southwest Washington. The tribe is active throughout its ancestral homelands, but located in Western Oregon, where it has an 11,500-acre reservation in Yamhill County. With approximately 5,400 enrolled tribal members, the tribe is governed by a nine-member tribal council that is elected by the tribe's voting membership. We're headed today to Northern California, as I've been covering, has one of the highest rates of MMIW cases in the country. Heather Leanne Cameron was born on August 11, 1984. As a child, Heather was known for her love of the outdoors. Yet, despite the peaceful existence the outdoors can bring, her life was anything but. Her parents struggled with drugs and alcohol, and as a result, she ended up traveling from Grand Ronde to Redding, California to stay with extended family. Murder is the third leading cause of death among American Indian Alaska Native women. Approximately 71% of American Indians and Alaska Natives live in urban areas, and Redding, California certainly is an urban location. Once she was older, Heather did get married and had three children. Those close to her shared that she embraced being a mother, but her marriage didn't last, and she struggled with being a single mom. This eventually led to a drug addiction, causing her family to grow concerned as she became involved in a dangerous crowd of people. Heather loved her children deeply. And because of this love, she decided to enroll in rehab in 2012. On August 18, 2012, when she was just 28 years old, she checked out of rehab and was picked up by her ex-boyfriend, Daniel Lesby. This would be the last time anyone confirmed seeing her alive. From my understanding, Heather and Daniel ran in the same circle of friends and remained cordial with each other. On this day, they were headed to the Keswick Dam area. At approximately 2.50 p.m., Heather called 911 three times from Daniel's cell phone. In one of these calls, she claimed she had been drugged and needed help. A male voice could be heard in the background. According to the Shasta County Sheriff's Office, police conducted an extensive multi-agency search for Heather. Daniel was interviewed as a primary person of interest. At the time, Shasta County Sheriff's Office Sergeant Brian Jackson stated, quote, He was formally interviewed on three occasions, but never arrested, although he still remains a person of interest. Now, Daniel's lengthy criminal background caused even more suspicion among authorities. Since Heather's disappearance, Daniel had been charged with five felonies and four misdemeanors that include car theft, stolen property, and possession of methamphetamines. The sheriff's office stated that Daniel had been in and out of jail on over 10 occasions. He was last interviewed in April 2014. When he was asked why Heather used his cell phone to call 911, he told police that she had walked off and had taken the phone with her. The cell phone was never recovered. Sergeant Jackson stated that the location Heather called from was remote with steep hills and canyons and very poor phone reception. After an initial search, which included all-terrain vehicles from the Bureau of Land Reclamation and a California Highway Patrol helicopter, 
Heather was not found, nor was there any evidence of suspicious activity, according to the sheriff's office. On September 4, 2012, almost two and a half weeks later, Heather was officially reported missing by her estranged husband to the Reading Police Department, which referred the case to Shasta County. Our office began a missing persons investigation and multiple searches of the area the following week, Sergeant Jackson stated. Family members also went out and did several searches with ATVs and on foot. She is still a missing person. The case is still open and other suspects have been excluded. We want to find out where she is, so we continue to do follow-up on any information we receive. Heather's cousin Shannon created a Facebook page called Find Heather Cameron Holler soon after she went missing. Heather is also listed as a missing person by the Shasta County Sheriff's Office and on the National Missing and Unidentified Persons Database. The whole family is struggling, Shannon said. She was always in contact with her children's father, so when they didn't hear from her, we knew something very bad had happened. I remember her as being a great mom and very family-oriented. No charges have been filed, and the searches of the area have produced no new information. However, since the time of Heather's disappearance, fires have impacted the area around the dam. Heather Cameron has brown hair and brown eyes. She may use her maiden name Holler, and some agencies refer to her as Heather Cameron Holler. She has a tribal tattoo of flowers on her back and a tattoo of a girl on her left calf and an unfinished tattoo on her right thigh. There is a $5,000 reward for any person with information that leads to solving Heather's disappearance. If you have any information that could help, please contact the Shasta County Sheriff's Department at 530-245-6135. Thank you for listening to We Are Resilient. For links to information found for this episode, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at We Are Resilient Podcast. Send us an email at weareresilientpod at gmail.com or visit us at www.war-podcast.com.